Let's get this bitch started. I said we got this. Flow stupid, yet the rhyme's so brilliant. Never could you bring the kid down, I'm too resilient. And fuck them biting ass niggas who be stealing. Y'all niggas copy my style like a chameleon. I'm a Brazilian, that's one in a million. Too high for ceilings, it's how I am feeling. What the blood clot? How did all these nug rocks have me looking dumb hot with my eyes all bloodshot? Now that's a mugshot in the making. No need for ovens when you're waking. Yo, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast HQ'd up in this bitch. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're back with another episode this week. And I just want to start this joint off before we get into hip hop by saying, Arriba con la selección. El Salvador made it to the motherfucking quarterfinals of the Gold Cup. You know what I mean? That's just fucking lit. We we should have tied with Mexico. Let me just say that. Shout out to everybody from Mexico. We should have tied with y'all. Y'all know that. And granted, I know that y'all could have scored a bunch of goals in the first half, which I didn't. But we was in the game the whole time. We made it to the second round. We play Saturday, so you know what I mean. Shout out to El Salvador. Shout out to all the teams that made it to the to the quarterfinals, including the United States for sure. Yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? And Mexico, Jamaica, who the United Jamaica. States play this weekend. Yes, yes, sir. That's gonna be a hell of a game as well. Again, I, think I will be sitting here with fucking not knowing who to root for. Well, not not knowing who to root for, but just just mad because I have to pick. You know what I'm saying? Oh, <laughs> nigga, that's the worst because you're gonna feel guilty regardless at the end of the game. Like you're gonna be like, damn, I fucking feel like a fucking American traitor by ruining the game. America, but it go with the roots right here. So you know, well, like a few years ago, we was in the same situation where we were playing Jamaica in the quarter or in the quarterfinals, and by the time the finals came, Jamaica beat the United States and ended up going to the final with Mexico. And of course, I had to travel to Philly to go watch that, y'all, because nah, hell yeah, (laughs) hell yeah. So you already know, man, it's gonna be some uh, some good. Football mm-hmm. on this weekend for sure. So yeah. check that out if y'all into that. But yeah, man, we go we here with another regular episode this week. Definitely stay tuned for the upcoming album reviews. Benny the Butcher plugs I met part two. That shit is fire, and we're gonna bring that review for y'all very soon. Yes, sir. And we're also gonna follow that up soon enough with Nas and Damian Marley, distant mm-hmm. relatives. So yep. another fire ass album that came out in the mid 2000s, something like that. So, but we'll we'll be bringing to y'all soon. But again, like my man said, it's time for the regular episode. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We back with another joint, bro. Yep. All right. Well, let's go ahead and start this joint out with, of course, you know we like to always pay our respects to the to the recently passed, and it just seems like in hip hop right now, people have been just going left and right from. From coronavirus to heart attacks to diabetes complications and all of the above, drug overdoses and shit like that. Just want to send up a RIP to the legendary Biz Marquis, yeah. who was actually not a he was a lo- he's actually a local. Like he was a uh, he was living around in the area because he was doing a, he always did a series of shows at the Fillmore in Silver Spring. Oh, where? Yeah. So, um, that's, that's um, crazy. Is is sad to hear that someone like Biz pass. I mean, Biz has been in the music industry. He's been in movies. Like, I want to say right now, the most notable joint I can remember him being in was that he was in, was it Men in Black Three? Yeah, Men in Black Three when they had to bring mm. uh, what's his name back, Tommy Lee Jones character back. Mm. Uh, he was one of the one of the aliens that worked in the post office, and he used oh, okay. his considerable beatboxing skills as a language, as an alien language to communicate right. and I, I just thought it was dope as fuck that they even got yeah. him for that but um, but but Biz is a fucking legend dog I mean this man was one of the goofy niggas in rap but still one of the, the godfathers made hits that everybody knows and oh, it's, sure. it's just sad this, this, it's sad to just keep seeing our our you know godfathers in this just going left and right you know like the, the dudes like some of the biggest dudes in the industry just have been going down recently and it's just it's sad to see but you know and it's been it's been at a young age, you know. I don't think he was he was like in his fifties. Yeah, he was fifty four. Fifty four. Yeah. So that man, that's just crazy. And honestly, you know, I I feel like my era was a little bit after when he was kind of like moving around. But I definitely know the name Biz Marquis, and mm-hmm. I feel like everybody knows the name Biz Marquis mm-hmm. because you at least know everybody knows uh, his biggest song, uh, "Just uh, a Friend." Yeah, "Just a Friend." Yeah. Everybody knows that song, like from from probably in every country. I feel like that's one of them every country known type of songs. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, man, like super mega hit like that. But yeah, man, just 
big RIP to him, RIP to you know everybody else we've lost in in hip hop past year. And like you said, man, it just sucks that you know all these people that you know were were big icons at a certain time are uh, are slowly fading away. You know, we, we lost DMX a couple months ago, mm-hmm. and and it's just an ongoing list, really. Black Rob. Oh, and Black that R.I.P. Yeah. I can't remember. I have to look up his name because I feel bad saying it too. But one of the members of uh, the hip hop group Black Alicious passed away not too long ago. I don't. I don't mean to be like funny or nothing, but you said Black Alicious is yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not even sure what it is. <laughs> well, it's a. It was a duo, a rap duo. I'm trying to remember. Uh, I think it was was it Gift of Gab who passed away. Yeah, Black Alicious rapper Gift of De- a Gift of Gab dies at fifty. Uh, Black Alicious mm. was more of a like a, I guess you could call them more of an underground, you know, style, um, yeah. of hip hop. Of course, they weren't as big, but like um, one of the biggest songs I know by them is called Alphabet Aerobics, where they literally go through the alphabet and every rhyme has to do with that letter when they get to that point in the alphabet. Oh, so <laughs> they, they kind of did the the papoose before papoose. Yeah, pretty know. much. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, they, they were they were a vicious group. I'm not going to sit here and claim that I know a lot of their music or a whole bunch right. about them. But from what I've heard, they were a pretty vicious rap group. So, but again, that's another one of the another one of our rappers that's gone at the at, around the age of 50 as well. So, yeah, like RIP to everybody. But I got to give it up to right. Fat Joe because apparently, Biz he passed away from complications of diabetes, and apparently mm. for the last year he's not been in great shape. So apparently Fat Joe has actually been in contact with him and his wife saying, you know, whatever you need, I got you. But also just checking in on moral support, making sure they're good. So, you know, big up to Fat Joe for doing that. For sure. Because, I mean, I wish I could remember who it was when Black Rob was sick. But somebody, another rapper was was the one out here helping Black Rob. And, of course, you saw, like, Swiss Beats with DMX when Mm -hmm. he passed and all of that other shit. So it's just like, it's good that the rappers are looking out for each other. Yeah. And yeah, I mean it's, it's a brotherhood, you know. Exactly. And, and it should it should be that way. It should be more people that that feel that way cuz the reality is, you know, a lot of these guys have millions and millions of dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 honestly, right? More than anything these people what they need is is time, you know. And I get that, you know, because you're making these millions and millions of dollars, you might not have all the time in the world to give these people, but you could for sure be a there for them at least a little bit and, and that's you know helping them with anything that they might need and shit like that so yeah man I, big big ups to uh to fat joe and to, to everybody else who, who puts their puts their hand in that as well yes sir now on to a little more lighter of a subject and of course you know i've got you gotta bring in the ratchetness after you have the righteousness you know what i'm saying facts, facts. um almighty J apparently beefing with some little skinny nigga called skinny from the nine yeah, I don't know who Skinny from the Nine is, nigga. I barely know who Almighty J is, but anyway, these niggas be beefing on Instagram, Twitter, whatever, whatever, and they decided to actually come see each other in the street and actually have a street fight to settle their differences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, me, I think that this is great. Uh, what do you think about it? I know. I mean, I think this. All right. Well, I don't think it's great for Skinny from the Nine, and I know that obviously just from looking at the video, you'll be like, okay. Obviously, he got his ass whooped. So, mm. yeah, you're right. But that's not. It's, see, this is a multi-layered video for me because this isn't even the second time we've, or this isn't even the first time we've seen this happen to him on video. Oh damn. Um, there's actually multiple videos of him getting his ass whooped before this, and one of them in particular that I remember is he's like at, at like a Penny Hanna's restaurant or some shit like that mm-hmm. and somebody walks in and just starts beating the shit out of him like wow. crazy like 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 slams him and beating the shit out of him right and um all kinds of shit and there's just a lot of videos of niggas testing this dude skinny from the nine and granted you know the problem is that i feel like is he portray portrays this you know street type of you know dude that he is but it's not looking like he's prepared to handle that kind of energy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people are going to, that, that's that's the reality of it. If you throw that kind of energy out there, people are going to try to or see if that shit's real or not. You know what I mean? And, and obviously, from the looks of things, that shit is not real because he's out here getting his ass whooped. He's out here getting all kinds of shit happening to him. So, I don't know, man. That, that I've seen a video, but to answer your question, I'm going to go on a tangent there. Um, I think this is good. I think this is good. Obviously, we don't want to see no violence, no real violence, no, uh, you know, gun violence or people getting uh, killed in general. 
you know, and, and this is how this should be handled. Just like in, you know, in when high school and shit like that, you know, if, if you have a problem with somebody, I handle it. And typically, in most cases, it's over right then and there. So I, I think this is good. I think this is how shit should be, you know, as a man, you know, you got to face consequences for things that you might say, but it should be with hands, you know, it mm-hmm. should be shit like that. So I, I agree with this. I'm, I'm all for it. And, and I'm, you know, hopefully this will encourage other rappers to, to go this route, even if they don't, even if they don't film it, you know, mm-hmm. even if it's even because honestly, most, I, I don't think there's any rapper that would want a video of them getting their ass whooped to come out. And not so, everything needs to be filmed these days. It don't, on, it don't. Honestly, I don't even know if they knew that this was being filmed. But regardless, you know, like, I, it, there's a way that you can make sure that nothing gets filmed. You know, mm-hmm. y'all can go in anywhere to make sure that it just does not get filmed. But, um, you know, that, so, I, like I said, hopefully this just encourages that within the rap com- uh, community, which would, in, which would then, in turn, encourage it in, you know, urban communities as well. Exactly. Now, I'm with you. I fuck with this. And like I said, I for pretty much the same reasons is that, like, it's kind of like what uh, John Witherspoon's character Pop said in Friday. His immortal John oh, yeah. was like, you know, you, you fight with your hands, at least you'll live to see another day. Like, we've seen too many niggas right now having beef, and all of a sudden, all, it automatically goes to guns, and then yeah. niggas is gone. And that's really yeah. something that, that plagues hip-hop right now, and it's something that shouldn't plague hip-hop. I mean, honestly, it's a bunch of young, rich motherfuckers. Yeah, y'all have yeah. problems, but why y'all gotta shoot it out? All y'all niggas is rich. Like, there's different ways that y'all can do this shit. Y'all can set up a whole boxing thing. Somebody can rent out a motherfucking boxers, like a, a, a fucking gym. Y'all can go in there, fucking you know, gloved up, all the way safety shit, and just handle y'all shit. Y'all don't have to pull the guns. But for some reason this generation thinks that having them guns makes you the most you know the hardest nigga the most manly nigga out here and to me honestly like if your first reaction to somebody disrespecting you and that's air quotes around it or having beef with somebody is to pull out a fucking gun nigga you a bitch because it's just like you can't handle your own shit whether with words or your fish you have to go and get the hammer to handle your situation make your point across like to me that's that's a bitch move like i'm sorry no i agree i feel like you know guns you know i mean i'm not somebody who's you know i guess a proponent or whatever or Mm -hmm. just i'm not like encouraging this kind of action right but i feel like guns should be saved for like you know ultimate instances of like all right like i have to do this shit like Mm -hmm. you know like this nigga hurt somebody or something or shit like that but i feel like you know little moments of disrespect or shit like that especially when it's something very slight you know shouldn't be nothing that that you take somebody's life for or, or mm-hmm. you know, shoot at them or whatever. So, yeah, man, I, I agree. I agree. But, hey, like I said, good to see that these two young men decided to handle it this way. Hopefully this ends the beef between them. But, nigga, I very much doubt it will because <laughs> nigga moments do not end <laughs> very no, easily. No, they, they definitely do not. They <laughs> definitely do not. And I know that we didn't talk about this shit in before the show, but let me just throw this in now mm-hmm. because we talked about this shit beforehand. Dipset versus LOX. Yes. In a couple of weeks. We forgot to talk about it in the, in the pre-show thing, but let's talk about it right now. Yep. How do you feel about this shit? And for those of y'all that don't know, uh LOX D Block is having a versus battle against the diplomats, mm-hmm. Dipset, Cameron, Joel Santana, Jim Jones versus uh Jada Kiss, Styles P and Sheik Luge. It's gonna be crazy. Nigga, get your Tims out. Get all. Get your fucking Nike uh, or Nike, the New York fitters out. It's about to be real New York in this bitch. Oh, it's <laughs> definitely gonna be some New York energy. August third, it just blows me that that's gonna be a fucking Tuesday. So Bruh. I'm gonna be at work. I'm gonna be at work, but you already know I'm gonna be fucking rocking out, and that shit about to be lit. I think it's gonna be in, in Madison Square Garden. I believe. Yeah, so Doug, Madison Square. That's crazy that they got the verses in Madison Square. This shit yeah. went from motherfuckers' houses. To yeah. Madison Square Garden, yo. What? No, the but fuck? but but see, I think that was a you know like a expected progression from all this shit because you know the support was there. You know, like when people were tuning into this shit. Granted, you know there was less to do because niggas was inside and shit. Mm-hmm. But but regardless, you know it, it proved that there was a lot of I guess demand for this kind of shit. So now that they've you know reopened shit, you know I think this was the expected next step for for versus is to try to have venues like and shit like that series out of it 
Mm-hmm. I mean, so, that would actually be dope because a lot of these people doing verses, they don't tour anymore. You know what I'm saying? They, they yeah. haven't been on tour for a long ass time. And it's like, okay, I can at least see this nigga perform this shit that way. Like, even if I don't get to see him in a full scale concert. I mean, like I said, like I was excited for the DMX and Snoop Jump because I've I've only seen DMX perform three or four songs live. I've never seen Snoop perform live except for like on TV and shit. You know what I'm saying? So right. it was just a treat to, to even see that. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, nah, that's a fact. That's a fact, man. And um, honestly, man, when it comes to this, you know, I was watching a lot of videos that not in in words but just in what they were saying i seen a lot of videos that were disrespecting the fuck out of the locks and saying oh this gonna be a sweet dip set's gonna smoke them da, 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 da. the only reason I, I think people are saying that i don't mean to cut you off but the only reason i think people are saying that and it irks me is because dipset were i don't want to say more popular but they were more mainstream than the locks were. for sure for sure. so locks for have sure. hits on hits on hits but it's all straight street shit so mm-hmm. like a lot of just like average common listeners of hip-hop like if you listen to the radio nigga what do you know about the locks you know their spot on money power you know money power respect you know their spots on you know all the all the bad boys all about songs. the, the bench. exactly you know fucking wild out like mm-hmm. you just know the radio hits y'all don't but- know the locks like y'all don't know the locks now see me i know the locks versus dipset I know some of Dipset's music. I've even seen them in concert before, like a short show. But I don't know their music extensively. But I know it's going to be a good battle. But, like, I just know that the locks were not as mainstream rappers as Dipset was. Look, in their time I'm going to be honest with you. Out of all the verses that have happened, this is probably the verses that I'm most well-versed in. Mm-hmm. Like, I honestly, thanks to my older brother... Nigga, I'm, I know the Locks catalog front to back from all the Styles P mixtapes in the late, in the mid to late 2000s mm-hmm. to uh, Silverback Gorilla by Sheik Luge. First of all, Sheik Luge is one of the most underrated rappers. I'm about to say that album. All time. That album is low key good as fuck. And if you don't yeah. know about it, you need to go get a, get on it. That's a fact. Uh, you know, it's funny because in all honesty, right, I feel like even though Kiss and is you know in most people's eyes probably the better rapper out of out of the locks mm-hmm. but he probably has not to say his albums are bad but the worst albums out of all three of them because styles has good albums chic has good albums and i just feel like jada kiss albums have usually been kind of hit They're or miss kind inconsistent of. as fuck yeah. <laughs> well, yeah i love jada kiss but his albums are weird as fuck yo yeah, yeah for sure so but regardless man um it's gonna be like i said i'm I'm excited as fuck for this shit. Me too. And, and, and to everybody, or to, to answer what you were saying, that people were people were saying that oh, um, you know, Dipset is more popular. But here's the thing, right? If you're tuning into the verses, you know about the locks, mm-hmm. you know. So you're like, you're gonna know about these underground hits or these street joints. So it doesn't make any sense as to why people might, you know, why that might be an argument that people make that oh. Dipset had the club going crazy when they played when they played uh when they played Hey Ma what's the, what's Locks gonna play what you mean dog like like there's a lot of shit that they that could go uh head to head with Hey Ma as far as what's the better song mm-hmm. it's not asking it's not asking who gets people the most hype it's what's the better song it's a versus battle you know what I mean so I, I just I don't know I just want to throw some respect on the Locks name and yep. don't get it twisted I'm a big big Dipset fan I love you know I love everybody in Dipset you know what I mean I, I love the movement and, and it's just always been big to me so this is gonna tear my heart you know in a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of songs it's gonna be hard for me to decide and you know I wanted to actually do something that maybe after the joint we could um like just give, I guess, go song for song and get, I guess, give our input on it and okay. say which one we think is which and then ultimately decide who wins. That'll work. That'll work. But yeah, man. So definitely for y'all, tune in. That's August 3rd. That's going to be on a Tuesday, I think mm-hmm. 9 p.m. Eastern. I'm sure it's going to be on the Versus, Instagram, and you know, YouTube. Gonna be, uh, yeah, a shit. couple of other things. But yo, like, for I'm going sure. to put on, I'm going to give my, my best Easter Ray and I'm going to just say, I'm rooting for everybody black. Oh yeah, I'm rooting for everybody black, <laughs> god damn it. That's a fact. All right. Well, can't wait for that shit to happen. Cause honestly, that's gonna be a good time. Whether you're a big fan of either group or not, they've all got Thanks. classic hits. 
So, like, something, <laughs> something that you like is definitely going to be played. I'm telling sure. you, I'm telling you, because like, yeah, everybody likes the Dipset anthem, and Hey Ma was a hit, mm-hmm. but like, bro, there's a couple of Dipset joints that I I, I like low key fuck with, and I just didn't know that I fucked with them until I went back and listened to them years later. And I, first of all, there was a couple of Jones I didn't know were Dipset songs. That's how bad I was back in the day. So <laughs> let's go ahead. Nah, <laughs> nah, dog, dog. When they, I'm not gonna lie. If they play, I really mean it. Which is the fucking oh, that's the shit, right uh, there. dog. Which is the second, the sec, or uh, is the the I starting really track. It. Yeah, <laughs> dog. Which for those of y'all that don't know, that's album t- or disc two of Diplomatic Community. That's hey. the first song. And dog, when I tell you, I don't care what nobody says. There's no better opening, and I, I'll, I'm gonna argue with anybody. There's no better opening song than that joint because the trumpets playing the. And then the sample comes in all crazy. First of all, I think that was Hitmakers on that beat. That motherfucker. Oh, no, that's no, Just Blaze. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That is Just Blaze. That joint was fucking crazy. And yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the locks. That's probably going to be my hardest decision right there because I know Dipset's going to play that joint. So whenever they play that, I don't know, man. It's going to break my heart to decide, man. But I'm, 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 I'm all for it, man. I'm here for it. <laughs> all right. Well, let's hold on. I, one thing I want to get your your opinion on. Uh, because again, you are younger than me, and yeah. more so into this newer generation of of hip hoppers than I am. You know, so um, only only somewhat because I'm gonna be honest with you, it's gonna it's getting kind of hard to keep up with all this shit now. I ain't gonna I, lie to you, nigga. Didn't I tell you that about three years ago? <laughs> you, de- you definitely did. And I said bullshit, nigga. I was still listening to everything that was coming out that was popping. And I'm gonna be honest with you, dog. Besides the albums that we review, I almost don't listen to almost anything that comes out. I'm gonna be completely honest. I mean, I've kind of been on the same kick, unless it's something that I've been looking forward to. Like, I yeah, just, for sure. Because it's just like I don't, I don't like a lot of everything that comes out. So why, why? Mm-hmm. I listen to a good amount of it so that I stay up on shit. But like, come on, I don't need to listen to everything that come out. Facts, facts. Especially not when niggas got like three albums coming out in one year. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, that's a fact. You could, you could probably get away with just listening to one of them. Exactly. I, I want to get your opinion on this. Lil Baby says that he is the Lil Wayne for this generation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Because like, as much as I like Lil Baby or the stuff that I've heard from Lil Baby, I haven't. I don't even think I've listened to his entire first album yet, so I can't. Mm. I cannot confirm nor deny that statement. But then again, you can't really say that when you only have one album out. I don't know how many mixtapes he might have out, but he only got one album out. So, are you sure? As far as I know, wasn't that see. first album he came out with his first album? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure he he has to have. He at least had. Let me see. He has, what I think, my turn. Well, I don't know if these have been mixtapes or what, but he's had a bunch of like joints called Hard, Harder Than Ever, Harder Than Ever 2, Too Hard. You know, okay, so like, he, he got a bunch of mixtapes, but the only ones probably. considered albums are Harder Than Ever, which was from uh, 18, and then My Turn from 20. And then he's got Perfect Timing, Harder Than Hard, To The Hard Way, too hard, drip harder, street gossip, Lamborghini boys, super smiley, surfer edition, and drip harder too, uh, are all mixtapes. Okay, I mean, now obviously when it comes to content, I don't think he's gonna beat Lil Wayne because you know Lil Wayne was putting out a ridiculous amount of mixtapes. Yeah, that was and, just a uh, level of shit. Now, look, man, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think he is in a sense that he can't miss. He, and, and he he kind of reminds me of how Lil Wayne... Now, now, it's a different kind. Like, it's not like Drake, where Drake can, like... He's just on another level of, of superstar. I mean, it's because of his um, multi-dimensions. You know, he could he could do a fucking R&B joint. He could do a rapping joint. He could do a bachata joint. And then he could do all kinds of... I heard he did, like, a like a Russian song or an Italian song or some shit. Or, no, a Brazilian song. What the fuck? And, he did a song that's like a Brazilian song, and it's number one in the country. So that nigga Drake is, yeah, he's just the fucking man. But the, the point I'm trying to make is that I, I feel like Drake, he's just on another level in that regard. But for Lil Wayne, I think, I honestly think Lil Baby is at his, is at his level now. Like, I think, I don't think it's a bad comparison to make because, um, like I said, he's he's put out a lot of good music uh, in the last couple years. Um, his rapping ability is up there. I, I don't deny that at all. 
his flows, he changes them up, and, and he's actually rapping. So I, I don't think this is a bad statement to make as somebody who grew up listening to prime era Lil Wayne. Like that's when I was like in high school and shit. I definitely remember that. And, and this kind of feels like that, you know, like this, this, this streak that, that Lil Baby's on right now, this run that he's on right now, it feels like Lil Wayne in, in 06, 07, if, if we're being, if I'm being honest. But isn't it, a, I, I've, I feel like it's a little too early. Cause like, I feel like we just, we right now we give niggas titles too early for shit. You know what I'm saying? Let me, let, let me just say this, right? I, I agree. And for that reason, I, I don't like when people say, I'm this or I'm that. Like, I, I'm not saying that, like, like I'm saying that I'm fine with him saying, I guess, thinking that, but I just don't think rappers should come out and say shit. Like, yeah, you should wait till somebody else gives you that moniker. Like, yeah, well, that's for one, but I just feel like in general, there should kind of like the same thing like in basketball. Like, people always want to say, oh, he's the next, next Jordan, always, oh, you know, shit like that. Like, I, I just, I think that that's dumb because, first of all, there's, is is gonna be hard. Like you're you're always gonna find a reason why this person isn't the next this person because they're not this person. So it, it's 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 a dumb, unreachable, untangible thing to say, in my opinion. So I just feel like, you know, they should just say, yeah, he's a good, he's a good rapper. He's a great rapper. He's one of the best rappers out now. And yeah, that's he's he's little baby. I agree with that exactly. Because like I said, we give niggas shit too early. And I mean, this nigga has really only been popping in the music scene for like a little under three years right now. Like he's really only been like a big known name and really been out there and all over everything for a little under three years now. To give yourself a title that Lil Wayne had to work a decade plus for to get, you know what I'm saying? Like you, I, to me, it's just too early to be trying to give yourself that shit in like three, maybe four years time. You know, you know what I think it is, right? I think that rappers because of the era that, that we're in now they're able to have higher levels of success at a quicker rate because of streaming because of internet shit like that so i feel like and i'm not saying that that substitutes time mm -hmm. but i just feel like they get the success that it took lil wayne you know eight ten years to get in like two three years because of you know and i feel like that i'm not saying point, that it's that right point. I'm not saying that they're right, but I feel like that might be why they, they think how they feel. Okay, you know, I'm I'm getting this kind of numbers. I'm everybody listens to me. Like it's easier to get your music out, so it's easier to see, you know, the world fucking with you essentially, other than just your town. Because nigga, you can get the world to fuck with you without ever even touring now mm -hmm. because of the internet. That was never the case like back then. Like you had to, you would probably start out with a local buzz. And then, like, it's almost rare for artists to have just like a local buzz now. That's you know what true, I mean? Yeah. Like, like they kind of just go directly to everybody knowing your shit because of the internet. So I feel like in that regard, I, I don't necessarily hold the years that Wayne or that Lil Baby has against him because of the era that we're in. True, true. And I, like I said, that's a valid point. I see where you're coming from on that. But again, I think it's just too... First of all, I don't like it when niggas give themselves titles. Shit, I didn't even like it when Michael Jackson started calling himself the king of pop. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Uh, mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's just early, nigga. Like, just like, you know, go out, do your career, blah, 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 and let somebody else give you that title. I think everybody is... I mean, in rap, yes, everybody wants to be the best. Like, it's it's that type of sport. But at the same time, it's just like... Why are y'all like, what am I trying to say? Nigga, you're too young. For me, you're too young in the game. You got to put some more time in, nigga. Get some more shit up. I know you may have, like you said, you may have the same success that the, you know Wayne had in eight years and that this nigga has had in like two or three years. But at the same time, again, greatness takes time. You're not just going to be out here and be great. Because, I mean, what happens? You say, like, oh, I'm the I'm this generation's, this generation's Lil Wayne. And then say, you know, knock on wood, six months from now, this nigga just skids and, you know, lands in the dirt and then don't really do much else, anything else. Now you're going to be looking foolish because you're talking about, oh, I'm the next Lil Wayne. I'm the next best thing, blah, 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 blah. And then you ain't doing nothing or you coming up with mad subpar shit and don't <clears> nobody want to work with you or blah, blah, blah. So... Like you don't want to paint yourself into a corner. Let me ask you this: just right. in case, do, do you think us being in an era that we're in, I guess, pretty much fast food music shit just gets put out all the time, right? Because do you think that anybody can go on a on a you know Drake kind of run anymore because of because because I feel like it's almost like like rap careers. Mm -hmm. I don't see them being as long 
as they have been in the past because of how much nigga, how much people go through artists in a matter of years, dog. Yeah. In a I matter mean- of two, three years, dog. In a matter of two, three years, dog, you can go from being a popping artist with a song on the radio to being dirt broke and not having any music that's popping at all. And that was almost never existent in the early 2000s. I have to say that I think that that is because, like you said, the fast food culture of music that we have. Plus, I think a lot of it has to deal with a lot of these niggas putting out multiple, multiple mixtapes between albums. Like, nigga, you gonna run out of shit to talk about. Mm-hmm. If you come out with four mixtapes in between an album, like in a two-year time span, you know what I'm saying? That's a lot of fucking music. And mixtapes is not like just some random shit. Like it kind of used to be just like they was fucking around on some shit or whatever, whatever. They right. trying to like make an actual like whole album that would mm-hmm. actually be dope as a fucking album. Because let's 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 be real. A lot of niggas mixtapes should be albums. Oh yeah, they're yeah, just they so pretty fucking much, good. They should be albums. They they just a lot of time, but I feel like they'll you know frame it as a mixtape in case you know the shit does bad or whatever because mm-hmm. oh it's just a mixtape i'm just figuring shit out you know exactly. and then once they get a mixtape that it's like critically acclaimed and people fuck with it like, right, i'm about to put out the this is the sound that i'm gonna run with so I, I think that's what they do but again like how much music do you think okay let's let's put you 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 are a musical artist mm-hmm. uh let's go let's say that you you try to pull Lil Wayne's jump. How long? How far do you think you would get on the jump where, okay, you you took the time to make one album, now you have to make four mixtapes before your next album in two years? Like, do you think that you would be able to creatively come up with something fresh for four mixtapes after sitting down and creating an album and then turning around and making another album after those four mixtapes? To me, that seems like you're burning the candle on both ends, just trying to be do, do too much. Like you need to like oh. I I I've, I've always said this. Just concentrate everything into one album. Get like whatever the record label says you need to do. Get those couple of dumbass songs out the way, but then concentrate everything else on that album. That's what the fuck they used to do back in the day in the '90s. Like this is the Biggie's album, Big Pun's first album. All those albums are hard as shit, but they have the couple of radio jumps that they mm-hmm. need in order to to do that shit back in the day. Y'all can do that shit today, but no, y'all choose to. Usually the album is subpar, but all the mixtapes, or at least most of the mixtapes, are pretty fire. So I think I think it's just motherfuckers like j- just losing creativity. Like you, there's only so much niggas can talk about in a certain time frame without sounding stale. I'm, I'm gonna say this right that I feel that, and I know I might get like I feel like people might feel some kind of way, but I feel like. I guess what I'm trying to say is that the, the a lot of music that's kind of popping right now doesn't really take a lot of, um, like, it's kind of like a vibe or like the feeling of the song that's kind of what makes songs hits now mm-hmm. instead of like actual content. And not all the time, because there's artists who have a lot of artistry, like people like to hate on them, but Drake, I feel like is one of these artists, like he takes a long time in between releases usually. Mm-hmm. Like he's not somebody who releases all the time. Sure, he'll do a feature here and there, but as far as like his work and his albums or his shit, I feel like that's one thing you can't deny about him is that he doesn't oversaturate the market in the sense that like of his work. Yeah. You know, you, you'll, you'll never hear more than a, a project or an album in a year from Drake. It just won't happen. And I feel like it's because, you know, like like you were saying, you know, as, a, as an artist, I personally feel that if you're doing something just fucking around, like sometimes you, you might do a song with, with the friends just fucking around with your homies and shit. It's kind of like, you know, fake freestyle and shit. And that's kind of what I feel like a lot of music that's popping now is, where it's just, you kind of just, whatever you record in the first take, you kind of just rock with it. And some of this shit is hot, some of this shit is not. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like that's kind of the, the formula they go by. But other artists who are, who are still popping now, I feel like they still take their time with this shit. You know, Kendrick Lamar, obviously, J. Cole. A lot of people who make great music, but just is more dense, I guess, if you want to call it. I think they still take their time. So, I, I mean, I agree. I feel like it's a, I feel like it's definitely hard uh, and, and almost untangible to, to, to make, like, good music that's... I don't want to say good music because, I, like, I'm a fan of Future. I'm a fan of Young Thug. And all of these niggas is putting out multiple projects a year so i'm pretty much talking about them but i just feel like their lane in in hip-hop is different and i i don't have a problem with it i just feel like it takes less like 
I guess you could say creativity, but I don't really want to say that. It just takes less. Because, you know, a lot of times you can get away, like Future will just get away with just kind of making some noises and shit. And you kind of just, and, and I feel like that takes creativity and it's on its own, but it's a different kind of creativity. I feel like it takes a little bit more work when you're actually having to make the last bar rhyme with the last joint. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, So, yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know. I, I think... Yeah, I just rambled for so long. I forgot what the fuck we were talking about. <laughs> talking about little baby, we we sir, we got to circle back to little little baby saying he was the, this generation. Oh God damn, I forget. <laughs> Nigga, I feel like we were talking about that shit like two weeks ago now. <laughs> but anywho, but yeah, man, I, I just you're, you're right. I think he should wait a little bit longer. I think he should uh, continue to improve his his pen and his his game, his rap game, and everything, and just how he's moving up to this point. He's you know, been solid to the point. And, um, yeah, he should keep doing his thing, man. He should just focus on that. All right. All right. Well, into keeping with, I don't want to call it ratchetness because this is just, just stupidity in itself. I'm sorry. I feel like everything regarding, everything surrounding this nigga is, it's just stupid. Like, it just doesn't need to happen. But he's actually not the problem this time, so I guess we can kind of go light on him. But... Of course, 6ix9ine, your boy Takashi, his five people in his private security team are being indicted. What are these niggas being indicted for? These niggas are indicted, being indicted for impersonating the motherfucking police. Yeah, man. And pretty much, um, I'm sure you guys have seen all the videos that Takashi will post up on his. Well, if you haven't seen on Takashi's Instagram, academics will always be posting because that nigga's always reposting everything that Takashi posts. Because that's his little butt buddy. That's a fact. So, you know, he's always posting this shit. So if you don't see it on his, you'll see it on his. But regardless, niggas will be trying to, you know, fake press Takashi, but he's around a bunch of big ass motherfuckers, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, niggas don't do shit, but. Apparently, what it sounds like is happening is that off camera, these niggas is running down on niggas is talking shit. Mm-hmm. So, so obviously, you know, Takashi, you just signed a big ass uh, record deal as soon as he came out of jail, as soon as he ran on everybody, and he got money to fucking throw around. So, you know, if if you if this nigga's throwing you some big bread, dog, and he's like, yo, go chase that nigga down and beat his ass up. That it sounds like that that's what's going on here now. Here's the thing. He, Takashi hasn't been charged on this, from my understanding. No, he hasn't. He's not charged at all. Now, it's going to be interesting if this somehow blows back on him and, and they come out and be like, yo, we were just doing what the boss said and that nigga said to do it. You know why I, I think it will blow around back on him is because that nigga does not know how to keep his motherfucking mouth shut. He's going to come mm-hmm. out and he's going to say something stupid and he's going to yep. drag his dumb ass into the situation. And we all going to sit here and laugh because the shit's going to be funny. But mm-hmm. um, it's, it's just be, it's just retarded. It's gonna, like this whole thing is retarded. Like I'm sorry. It's gonna be just like the situation when um when somehow a video of him got out of him placing a hit on Chief Keith. Remember that shit? Oh yeah, sitting uh, sitting down on a little fucking curb and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I got a 20, 20, uh, twenty bag on him or forty bag on him, whatever the fuck he said. And dog, I can see it right now. Yeah, go ch- like somebody. Like months down the line, comes out with a video. He's like, "Yeah, here's Takashi. You know, essentially saying, yeah, run that nigga down and beat his ass up.' Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, man. Oh, and yeah. mind you, I, I think he's on like, I'm pretty sure he's on some kind of like probation or something. Oh I mean, yeah, he has I guarantee to be. it. I guarantee it. So if, if someone like this would come back and he has to go back to jail, that would be, I think. The uh, bittersweet end to this story. Yeah. Uh, bitter to him, sweet to us. Basically. Uh, and yeah, man, that that's just crazy. And, and, and it's funny because I don't know if you saw, but he also had to cancel a couple of his next shows, one of them in Virginia. And I'm wondering if it has to do with his security team being down. Probably. And maybe and maybe he can't fly around now. So yeah. he has to stay in the, he has to stay where the fuck that nigga at. Well, they basically his people chased down whoever they were going after using fake sirens and lights and shit. Plus, one of the security team, I can't remember what his name is. I was like, Daniel something. He was a disgraced cop. He got fired for fucking up on the job, apparently. So we see who who the snitch is surrounding himself with. There's other mm-hmm. fucking niggas out here doing dumb shit. But basically, all five members of the security team are charged with attempted robbery in the first and second degree and criminal impersonation of a police officer in the first degree, which them niggas deserve. So 
Yeah, that's a fact. And also, a side fact. note about 6ix9ine is apparently he's cool with some white boy MMA fighter. I don't know what the boy's name is. Mick something. I don't know. Oh, is this the dude with the hair? Yeah, with the long ass blonde hair. Yeah. Uh, and nah. this nigga got a 6ix9ine tattoo on his shoulder. You're lying. Because apparently they buddies and shit. I just thought that was the biggest clown shit of all. But you know what? That's, that's just my opinion. I don't be getting tattoos for people unless they mean something to me and have, you know, changed. So, you know, been a part of my life and are, are that meaningful to me. Like, I have a tattoo representing my great grandmother. You know what I'm saying? Like, right, so, right. like, I, I'll do some shit like that. But I'm not about to get no. I'm not about. I would never get a 6ix9ine tattoo. I don't care if that nigga was about to be like, I pay you a million dollars. It's like, no, because, I mean, yeah, maybe I'll take the million, get it done, and then just have it removed with part of the million. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, nah, dog. Yeah, I just I just went to his Instagram page and here's a fucking picture of these niggas together. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yep. And then you then there's another one where he's he's showing uh he pulled the shirt down so you can see this joint on it's like it's like on his shoulder but like more towards the back. Yeah. And they were he he looks psyched to have it and I'm just like um, you're gonna regret that in a few months, buddy. Mm, bruh. <laughs> that shit is fucking retarded. Mm-hmm. Trying to see if I can if I can find that, but. It might be on an MMA fighter junk. Like, I don't know. Oh, I see it right here. Wow. What see? a bad one. See? See? Yup. Mm-hmm. Trash. Anyway. What a bad one. We was, I, we was just rooting for you, motherfucker, when, mm-hmm. you, when you fought two weeks ago, I want to say. And hey, watch. I, I guarantee you that Academics got one, too, probably right over his heart. Dog, <laughs> if it comes out... I swear, like, fuck it. This nigga's white. He could do weird shit like that, and niggas won't hate him for that. But, dog, if academics were to come out and just say that he has a 6'9 tattoo, any, it doesn't matter where it's at, dog. Yo, niggas would never stop roasting him ever, Because they dog. already think that they fucking butt buddies. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, they're going to be like, that's your baby. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that, dog. Imagine if he had, like you said, right over his heart, dog. Right on his chest. They would clown him forever and ever, all men. <laughs> like, imagine, right? Imagine, like, if he's one of them, uh, them niggas that don't take off his shirt because he's fat. And then, and then, like, niggas is like, yo, just took off your shirt, dog. He's like, nah, I'm just fat. You know, I'm about to be with my shirt on. But it's really because of the tattoo. Mm-hmm. And then one day, like, I don't know, niggas just rip his shirt. And they're like, nigga, do you have a 6'9 and only a 6'9 tattoo on you? Like, not nothing else? Mm-hmm. And it's probably like. The- Six by six, full multicolor, <laughs> full blown, you know, rainbow all on that joint, dog. Oh man, that nigga. That would be insane. I, I, you know what? And it's probably true, but it's probably not allegedly. I don't know. We over here talking I, about who knows? I, I hope we find out, but who knows? No bull, no bull. Um, now let me see you. You were talking about this whole little Dirk situation, and I was yes. actually surprised about this, and I think it's actually a pretty dope story, but go ahead and uh, break something off for the people out here, because you know it way better than I do. Yeah, so uh, pretty much Dirk, Dirk came uh, or came out that motherfuckers tried to run up in, or they did, I think, run up in Lil Dirk's home in mm-hmm. Atlanta. Now, obviously, you know, Dirk being a rapper from Chicago, you know, at least in my thought of train of thought, I would think, of course he's fucking fine in Atlanta. This is going from the north of the country to the south of the country. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, you must have some hate, real hatred if motherfuckers is finding you here. And mind you, he lived in a gated community, which is oh, funny wow. because I actually work for a gated community. <laughs> and, you know, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the point is that he lived in a gated community and his ops found a way to get in his crib. And when that happened, I guess the security system went off or something. But the point is that Dirk woke up, his girl woke up, they both grabbed guns, both of them. Damn. And started shooting at these niggas. She now, a rider, she a rider. She a rider for real. And, you know, that's what happened. And, you know, obviously them niggas, once I guess, because, you know, I heard somebody say this, I forgot who it was, but it was like, the thing about people when they come rob people is they're, they're not usually expecting the people to have guns as well mm-hmm. or, or to get shot at so it was good to see that you know they weren't lacking um now what i will say that i'm a little worried about is dirk is a convicted felon he's not supposed to be around guns so who know i don't i don't know how this is gonna go but the point is that he's still here he's still alive i'm sure they'll be able to 
you know, he has enough money to find a way to fight that shit in court. I'm sure those weapons are in his girl's name if he's not stupid. You know what I'm saying? But even then, I think him being a convicted felon, I don't think he's allowed to even be around it. If I if I understand that correctly, which I, I might be I right. I, I don't I don't really know it that well, so I know they're not supposed to have them slash own them. But yeah, like you said, I don't think that, it makes sense that they wouldn't be able to be around them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, but regardless, you know, he's he he was able to come out of this with both of them still here, and and, and you know that that's the good thing about it. And it's just it's it's crazy, you know, like like this nigga is literally you know not being Kyle Lacking. you know, he's living out his raps and. and Thankfully so. Thankfully, he was able to, you know, scare them off. But I will always have respect for a nigga who's defending his shit if he's got a gun versus a nigga who just going to pull out on somebody disrespecting them in the street. You know what I'm saying? Like, Thanks. it makes more sense for you to, to shoot at somebody in defense of your home and family versus to just shoot at a nigga because they said that you whack or, you know, they, they said that they smashed your girl or blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. It just Duh. it's it's protection. Like I have no problems with this. You know me, I'm not a gun person at all. I would prefer no one to have guns, honestly. Mm. But the nigga was defending his shit, whether he's a fucking convicted felon or not. These niggas rolled up in his shit with weapons. Nigga, I don't care if I was a felon either. I, if I had a gun in that house and I was a felon, I would have protected my my niggas too. Like I'm sorry, that's just how it would have been. So you know, and that makes sense. That I feel like if. His girl is allowed to have guns. Let's just say if, if that's the, what the law is, that like as long as like you can't just register it under your name, mm -hmm. right? But if that's the case, he could just say, oh, it was a life or death situation. And she just grabbed threw me the gun. And, you know, it was like it's or death, better you know? odds with two niggas shooting than one. Come on now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So. So, yeah. So, you know, thankfully, both of them made it out. Uh, you know, with nothing on them, just, you know, obviously a scare, obviously, and hopefully he moves out and finds, I'm sure he has enough money to find another house, like, no problem. Find you a neighborhood that you can disappear into, nigga. Nigga, for sure. Even if it's in, like, Montana or something, you know, just dip out, whatever. Just don't be, like, 6 9 and put all your neighbor's houses in your house on blast so people can figure out where the fuck you live. I mean, that's yo, th just yo, a that's suggestion. Shit, that's that shit was hilarious. I think it was one day after he got released, mm -hmm. and there was like a picture of somebody, like of a neighbor, like "Yo, six nine is my fucking neighbor." Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then in a matter of hours, that nigga was out of there to a different house. Gone. But I'm sure the feds had something to do with that too. Oh, for no, for sure. They probably seen that shit happen. Was like, now nah, we're not about to let this nigga get ran up on. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that that, that shit. That shit I what the fuck we talking? <laughs> Dirt. <laughs> Damn it. I'm sorry, y'all. But uh, but yeah, man. So shout out to Dirk. Shout out to his girl, Indy, I believe was her name, for holding that shit down and, 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 and you know, still being here. You know? You're, you're. All right. Well, the last thing on here is we wanted to play a... So this today we're going to do a quick first listens just for one song. It's going to be a freestyle from a Mr. Tory Lanez that recently came out. Now, it's Tory Lanez. It could nah. be good. It could be bad. <laughs> let, let, let me just give a quick pre, uh, preface on this. Mm -hmm. Is that how you say that? Preface? Preface, preface? yeah. Preface. Okay, cool. So pretty much, obviously, I know what's been going on with Tori in the past couple months. From, obviously, the whole him and Meg situation to to the to the whole baby situation with, with his song coming out with the baby. And, and now that causing a rift between Meg and, and the baby. And, and just a, a bunch of ongoing drama. So essentially... He went to uh, Funk Flex and freestyle and had a little, obviously, Funk Flex, Funk Flex freestyle. And um, and he pretty much talks about all that shit. And in the mix of all of this, um, he rapping over a Cassidy beat and recited a couple of Cassidy's bars over that beat. And that didn't uh, sit too right with Cassidy. So, you know, we're going to listen to the joint and we're going to have, you know, see what we think about it. And yeah, that's what we're going to do. All right. Here is this uh, Tory Lanez freestyle. Let's check it out. You in a building. Last time you were here, my brother. He looked like a little kid. <laughs> Shout out to Let's get it on, my brother. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I like how I sound. Yeah. <laughs> the whole umbrella here, we here. You know what's up? Yeah. Uh, I feel good. I might cop a color in the next week. Fuck them. Look. Uh. 
get my runners S5s with the bin signs. I'm big time and still a get mines off the quick dimes. My chick's fine, wash the whip and suck dick fine. And when she doing both, it's like we all getting spit shine. Label advance, I flip mine in my sit time. Oh, you getting signed? I just did your deal six times. 18.7 what I just signed. I'm two arms sliding in these women like a zip line. This shit wear. Flicking the gear, it's in the fifth gear. Gotta keep an extra chick hair, cause my chick wear. In the rear, if I see Robin nigga stare, he gon' hear the heat like the teeth when it split the bear. This shit's severe. I'm the realest nigga here. Chick with me, ass so fat, can fill up any chair. It's like a barber. Clippers coming with me, yay, rare. This shit was tough, so the piff get puffed like Diddy there. Chuck, true enough, y'all shooters don't do enough. I fuck hoochie like a porno movie. I'm queuing up. Hoes say I'm cute as fuck. My jewels recruit a slut. Cool cuts like the inside color of noodle cups. You a tough guy? Me never. But the orangutans that I hang with, they bang bang like Chief Keith sent them. But only we sent them. We threw slugs to that thug that ran off on the plug. Had to resend them. I go get it hustling. Jews go get encrusted. I drove weight state to state like go ahead and touch it. I chiropractic stacks had to get adjusted. Busting two packs out the van like poetic justice. Fuck it. Hitting me last year was last year. On Twitter, oh he canceled. Now I'm back here. Double stashed the Rolls Royce smothered in cashmere. Mean rookie. I'm seeing pussy like it's a pap smear. My last chick there new nigga a dweeb. He couldn't see me like a magician with tricks in his sleeve. But see me? My pet peeve more bricks or a key. Your block dead like I put your street pick on the tee. In memory of all y'all pretend to be thugs. The love dead I spit slugs like the centipede bug. Remember me cuz? Wilder than my enemies was. I blow like it's golden eye with proximity plugs. Yo give me some love. I know y'all niggas secretly hate me. I got hoes eager to date me to eat and rape me. Tucking green paper deep in Versace. How you scheming to play me? No you sweeter than the peach or pastry. Pull a heater faster than a wild cheetah can race me. The weed smell like Velveeta cheese squeeze in the bakery. Seen Seema, but I probably need the keys to the Sadie's. Got the Beamer, but the AMG 63 is my baby. I'm saying, J.O. was side. Bay on a slide. She ate the beef and waited for the hot mayo inside. My cock get dry. She stopped by. Can't go inside. Cause my other chick in the crib and y'all may coincide. I spit facts and I give it up. Hey, chick, I fuck. No, my dick big enough to pick Lizzo up. Me send a dick pic for what? <laughs> Bitch, give it up. My money knots got doctors to stitch it up. And my chick thick as fuck. Look at her ass. I discounted if you book it with cash. I spent nights front that pot with that white like I'm cooking a mash. My rookie pass pass when I pass cooking a half. I'm balling like a Euro step with no look on the pass. My chick ass heavy ass some textbooks in the bag. I'm so crook, you so shook, but hoes looking to smash. I, I dress good, my checkbook is what it took her to smash. But I ain't tricking, she aware of that. But I still hit cause the chick thick as Kylie Jenner lips six years back. When Kells keep the burner and you know can clap. Feeling like a dyke with all this height around the leg strap. They hate that I'm lurking, they say that I'm working. I sold bags of white tighter than Arabian turbans. Y'all clowns like them niggas that parade in surface. The pack is scratched like scraping off the paint on the surface. I'm saying, Canadian born, American thinks. We nothing there if we comparing the banks. We can shoot the fade and recoup with the loser. Gotta stare at the ranks. Cause all my shooters do is bust it like they Erica Banks. I'm saying, mate, I asked you why you gave this nigga two straps. We got steppers like the living room. Mess. Niggas try to play me shit with two caps over that bitch. I'm back. Shout go out to scat. Shout out to the baby, Roddy Rich and Lil Baby. What I'm about to say is gonna sound a little crazy, but it's true, so don't flame me. Y'all all would've got y'all awards if they never framed me. I'm waist deep like gaming, that scene playing crazy. Can't sleep, the pain in my dreams going crazy. Whoop the wall on the street, I'm more Scorsese. Put my balls in the cheek, that's how you play face. I'm fresh in insurance, but that's not to mention appearance. I keep a flow like progressive insurance, and my leprechaun bundles is getting them dummy high. I sold fives and 25s from 25. My block sell from age 12 into 25. Fuck the gram. Instagrams, I'm already live. I watch shenanigans. Louis jacket on me like I snatched it off a mannequin. I'm back in a panicking. I might go to mandolin. Take a bitch to illin. Louis diamond pegs look like eggs on me scrambling. I say the fronts. I smoke like eight blunts. I just fled. I was getting more head than lace fronts. Y'all can say what you want, but I body the rim. Got two K's in the crib like I'm Kanye Kim. Come on. How much lines is gonna come off my medulla? I'm so rich, I come to studios with my jewelers. Niggas talking crazy, but I'm coming with the rulers like a math teacher. I'm back features with the back features. Yeah, my nigga Kels, he got them bag features. We coming through with 25s, I got a... 35, come back with them 35s. Niggas talking crazy, but I had it for them vibes. Ah. <laughs> Hard, you see us? Hard, nigga. Stop playing with, yo, bring that here.
Yo. One umbrella 2021. Let's get it. You know. Hmm. Okay. So what you think, man? I didn't think it was a bad freestyle, honestly. I just like it's it's like it's just a little like you hear a good freestyle from someone that you don't really mess with like that. Mm. And it's just like it doesn't hit as hard as it should. But I thought it was a decent freestyle. I'm not gonna lie. Although I thought it was funny that like there was no reaction from not nary a nigga in that room to him freestyling, except for the few times that Funk Flex smiled. And one time one of his boys was like, ooh, like that. But everybody else was just stock still, quiet, not even bobbing their head. I was the, like, damn. The funny thing is, I feel like Funk Flex freestyles going back to the lock stays in the late 90s. I feel like they were known for niggas showing their reaction like ah mm -hmm. oh you yep. know what I mean? like this crazy ass like just reactions to the fucking bar that was just said that's just literally what's been in my mind associated with funk flex freestyle mm -hmm. all the time just the reactionary shit like mm -hmm. honestly like i was like he said something and then finished it off with i keep a flow like progressive insurance i was like yo <laughs> that was kind of slick, nigga. It was like, oh, he said my, my dick big enough to lift Lizzo up or some shit yeah. like that. <laughs> nigga. That was hard. He has some Don't joints on that joint. I can't, I'm not going to not give it to him. He did his thing on that joint. Yeah, look, man, I'm going to be honest, dog. Like, I, I understand, you know, what's going on, what's going on. But that joint was fucking fire. I think he killed that joint. The funny thing is, um, He's actually been doing this for a long time. He's he's shown that he could freestyle, honestly, probably better than almost a lot of people in rap right now. Obviously not like, maybe not better than like, you know, the J. Coles and the Kendricks of the world, but he, he's a really good freestyler. Um, and he's, he's shown that in previous videos before and he just showed that right now. So shout out to Tori in, in, in regards to this song. It was, it was, or this freestyle. It was a good freestyle. Um, came in and, and did what you were supposed to do. Exactly. All right. Uh, well, that about uh, that about handles the rest of the episode, or that is, that's about it for the episode today. Uh, I think we didn't cover just about everything you said we was going to cover. But uh, did you have a suggestion for the people? Look, man, hope, I believe that uh, this should be out before then, but if, if it's out before... Uh, the 24th of July, mm -hmm. which is this Saturday, watch El Salvador play against Qatar. It's going to be at 7 o'clock. It's going to be a doubleheader before. Um, the first game is going to be El Salvador versus Qatar. And the second game is going to be Mexico versus Honduras. Honduras. Yep. Yeah, so definitely, um, if y'all want to watch some good... Because everybody likes to say that. All right, if you want... If you want to like, if you're an American, you don't really watch soccer like that or football, soccer, whatever. Watch this joint right now, because everybody always says, "Oh, so oh soccer is boring. Soccer is this, you know." Da, 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 da. Dog, there is so much excitement in these games right now. Let me tell you, like, it, it's it's really a lot. Because like I said, El Salvador is playing very well. A lot of teams, like smaller teams, get their chance to shine right now in these mm -hmm. kind of cups exactly. that they wouldn't normally get a chance to. So um, a lot of these teams are getting their chance. So a lot of fans are coming out, and, and it's just a lot of excitement in the stadium that comes out of the screen uh, in, in this kind of soccer. Uh, so definitely check that shit out this weekend. Um, El Salvador, Qatar, and then Mexico, Honduras. And then obviously Sunday, uh, the U.S. is playing um, uh, Jamaica mm -hmm. and uh, I, I believe Costa Rica versus are you sure? It's, I think it's, I, is it Costa Rica versus Haiti? Maybe I don't know. No, Canada, Costa Rica, Canada, Canada. There you go. So, so definitely check that out if you want to get into soccer. If this is, if you want, definitely if you want to get into soccer and you you want some shit that's going on right now, check this shit out this weekend. This is sure. definitely be a good intro tournament if you're not a soccer fan. So, for sure. All right, uh, my suggestion. Uh, I don't really have one. Uh, I fucked up, didn't get one, couldn't think of one, so I'm just gonna leave it right there. That's a podcast. <laughs> That's how we are, man. Well, <laughs> and I could tell this whole time this nigga was thinking like, dog, what the fuck? Like, I can't think of one thing. I ain't watch shit this week. I just watched a bunch of YouTube videos all week. Mm, Goddamn, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> terrible, terrible, terrible. But 
On that note, y'all know where the fuck y'all can find us. <laughs> y'all can find us for your listening pleasure. Hey, I gave I gave him a twofer, so it's all good. I gave him Saturday and Sunday. There so. you go. There you go. Double working. There you go. But y'all know y'all can listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio Republic, and Google Podcasts. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. Our social media is at HCubedPodcast. And yes, it is all spelled out. Yes, sir. And you can find us at Facebook by going to Facebook.com and searching out Hip Hop Heads Podcast. You see the little yeah. black and blue H and the three. That's us. H cubed. Get it? <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> All right. Any other uh, wisdom you'd like to drop for these people today, sir? Look, man. Just fucking watch your side of the play. That's all I'm going to say. There's nothing more to it. This is the fucking team to watch. I'm telling y'all. Arriba con la selección. You already know what it is. La selecta. If El Salvador wins the Gold Cup, I'm getting the Salvadorian flag tatted on me. That's a fact. Y'all heard it here first. What a beast. Well, also, That's my words of wisdom. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, be good, whether you're getting Salvadorian flags tattooed on you or not. And if you can't uh-huh. be good, at least be the best that you can be. And if you can't do that, for God's sake, at least make your country proud by fucking watching El Salvador play this Saturday. God damn it. We out on that, motherfuckers. All right, y'all. We out. Peace. Peace.